You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, Anna's here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I'm excited for our conversation today, actually, and for the next couple of episodes, as I wanted to talk about kind of um, how do we get to some particular milestones um, on our financial journey and really maybe break this down into two groups, Um, hitting things by the time you are 30, and then we can focus on working towards uh, financial milestones when you're 40, 50, and beyond. So for today's conversation, I want to highlight about seven of them, I, I try to keep the list short, um, as to what you should be focusing if you're really coming close to having your 30th birthday, or you just uh, just about turned 30. Actually, when I think back, uh, I'm in my late 30s, so when I think back about turning 30, and a lot really happened since then, but I remember that moment, not exactly on my 30th birthday, but... Um, Somewhere, somewhere around there, or maybe I was already 31 or 32, I started to look at myself and my life in a completely different lens. And if anything, I started to appreciate and enjoy being 30-something. So for those of you who are listening, if you're not quite there yet, get ready. It's an exciting period in your life. Um, but let's focus on some of the financial things because unless you have a deadline or a goal in front of yourself, it's probably not going to happen. So I want to put some of these milestones in front of you, okay? So my number one would be for you to know your numbers, okay? And so what do I mean by knowing your numbers? There's lots of numbers uh, that go into creating your roadmap, especially around finances. But the one that really kind of easy to set up, easy to track, um, you can set up even using online tools uh, or programs or apps, but I want you to start tracking your net worth. And the reason for that is is because it starts to kind of give you an idea whether you're making progress. And in the overall financial planning or when you think about your finances, progress is what keeps you focused. Like progress is what keeps you excited. Progress is what you're going to go after, right? It's not everything else. And you'll realize that a little bit later, and maybe you're already seeing it from that lens. But net worth is really the difference between your assets and your liabilities, okay? So starting to look at what your assets, I'm hoping that by this time in your life, you're focusing on accumulating assets, right? It could be all kinds of things. It's not just just investment accounts. But also, if you have debt, you're working on paying those off. So the difference between the two is really what you start to call wealth. So if we're focusing on building wealth and 
when you're twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, something that those are your prime working years. That's your career, building a business, or whatever it is that you focus on. So. We need to be focused on accumulating assets. Okay, so that's one mechanism for you to start tracking it. Number two, and this is by far one of the hardest um, to hit for most people, but let's get really down to the nitty gritty and get that emergency fund or curveball account really nailed down. And I know we've we've come a long way, especially this last year where. For a lot of you, it might have been difficult, right? If you lost your job or if your business suffered, like emergency savings or any kind of savings had to be used or, or utilized in order to keep things afloat. So that's why I keep coming back to it. Emergency reserves is something you need to have not only if you in the personal finances, but if you have a business, that's even more important because it could be really ugly. So three to six to even nine months worth of living expenses, that's a pretty standard rule of thumb to go back take a look what is it that you need to do how much are you living expenses on a monthly basis what are you really doing and that really brings me to my point number three or milestone number three is for you to really get a good handle on your cash flow okay i know that things might be shifting for you you may be thinking about if we're going back to kind of tracking our net worth and seeing progress maybe perhaps you're thinking about buying a home right or making large purchases. So cash flow is one of those basic things that you got to track. But unless you know that, right? Unless you know what your lifestyle looks like, it's harder for you to figure out what your emergency reserves need to be and how do you replenish. Along those lines also, I want to focus maybe a little bit on the debts. Now, I'm not one of those folks that um, kind of, you know, pay off everything, sort of focus, right, or Dave Ramsey uh, type of structure. I don't think that debts are bad. I just think that you need to distinguish between good debts and bad debts. And so which debts are really are giving you the growth in your assets, right? Which debts are improving your overall financial situation and which debts are not? And I think if you paused and thought about, well, what's not giving me um, a positive, right, or pos- pluses in my financial picture, those things are the ones that need to go first. So think about that. All right. So number four milestone on our list is to really get a, ca- a tracking handle on our cash flow and focus on any kind of debts payoff you have. Student loans, right? If you're still paying off your student loans in your um, to late 20s, early 30s, that is totally fine. So have a plan. That's all I'm really kind of challenging you to do. All right, my number five suggestion or milestone to hit would be to secure appropriate insurance coverage. And what I mean by that, there's lots of different insurance coverages, right? And as you start to get older, and particularly if you start to grow your family, if you start to have dependents, lots of different insurance coverages may become more relevant to you, right? So when you're in your early 20s or you know, finishing college, basic things like health insurance, uh, dental insurance, vision, probably were on, on the top of the list. And so as you're growing up, right, we're talking about here becoming a financially grown up, we need to think about what additional layers of protection do you really need to have? So life insurance. So think about dependence and what do you really need to get there, right, in terms of coverage you work might be providing the coverage, or if you run a business, 
those insurance types of policies are also available for you to secure through the business. Disability. So like I, I use this analogy of an ATM machine that you have in your garage. And so if you can't, if that machine can't produce any more cash for you on a monthly basis and you are that ATM machine, right, that gets a paycheck every two months, uh, two weeks or every month. Wouldn't you want to ensure that? So how do you secure your future, your assets, right, against any catastrophic kind of situations? I'm assuming health coverage is something that everybody understands, but what is it that you can get at work? How can you set up these policies um, through your business if you have one? And so what is really appropriate, right? Are you protecting your your own earning abilities, are you protecting your your family? Are you protecting your assets, right? So that's where I'm headed into that. I've recorded a number of episodes on this topic and we'll link it in the show notes. But what is appropriate for you at this juncture? Maybe you're getting married, starting a family. Think about life phases or situations that you're going through in order to kind of you know map out what's What's really necessary? I don't want you to have more insurance coverage that you really need. That's not the goal. But I do want to be prepared for the catastrophic kinds of situations. All right. So that brings me to my milestone number six, which is start to think about how can you build multiple streams of income? Because that's, I think, is the real, real important step in achieving that financial freedom that you really all want, right? Or getting to a point where you you have what you want, you don't have to work anymore, or whatever your goals, right? Maybe there's a retirement phase for you at some point. Um, or maybe you're thinking like, Anna, hmm, I'm just about to turn 30. It's kind of far. I can't think that way. So my suggestion here is to think about what if there was an option that allowed you to make decisions, not based on when you had to work, but when you wanted to work. So multiple streams of income, whether it's your career and you're really on track for, for, you know, for, for being successful there, or maybe you've got ideas, maybe you have started a side hustle. So whatever it is, my question to you, and it could be these income streams could be coming through an investment portfolio. Maybe you have a rental property. Maybe you have a business. I mean, the list is long. The challenge and the, and the goal here is I want you to think broad. I want you to think, how can you make sure that if one of these income streams goes away, you're not going to suffer or you're not going to suffer as much, right? So I, and, and I, honestly, this year, it's 15 years since I started in, in, in this fee-only space for financial planning. And I've seen a lot of clients. I've done a lot of plans. And the ones that are the most successful, right, or, or withstood through hard times, challenging situations, are those who had abilities to replace their income with something else, right? So yes, wealth and savings help. But when you're at the juncture of being, you know, turning 30 or your late 20s, early 30s, sometimes you don't have enough wealth accumulated. So your best bet at these kinds of life phases is to focus on how do you expend. And I know you can. So just think about that, all right? The, the next time you're kind of sitting down to look at your finances, ask yourself a question, like how can I add more additional income to, to my overall cash flow? Can you start a business? 
What does your investment portfolio look like? Can you buy a rental property? Can you have a side hustle? What are your skills? Like, think about that, right? Maybe you don't have assets quite a, quite a bit yet, but what are your skills? What are you good at? What is what is that one thing that you can teach others, right? How to do? How can you get compensated for that? I know there there are ideas out there. I know you can work on that because ten years from now, if you start to focus on it now, will look a lot different. And again, seen this over and over and over again. And so my number seven milestone for you, if you started a family, if you're growing the next generation, I want you to think about how are you planning for their education. Now, that's number one goal for parents that, that we work with here at Main Street is to make sure that their kids kids are taken care of first, right? And then this never-ending kind of a conversation about, well, what do I focus on first? Do I focus first on saving for my own retirement? What do I do in terms of college education or private school education for my kids? Can I do both? And actually, a couple of days ago, I recorded a podcast on just this exact topic. How do you actually do both? Is there a balancing act between the two? But the one thing I've seen over and over again, I've had clients who succeeded over the years by being organized and doing things, these things earlier, is that at a certain point, they were successful enough to fund the goal of, of, of these savings for, right, for your kid's education that they could stop earlier. So start early. Cost of college, particularly if we want to focus on that, is really going up at much higher inflation rate than over, overall expenses. If you have young children, start sooner because the time is the real answer to this question. The more time you have, the more accumulation can happen, the more return you can get, and it just gets better from there. So I know it's a lot of things, right? And maybe you've already hit through a lot of these items, maybe one of or two is something you can work on in the next year as you kind of approaching this big, as I call 3.0 phase of your life. And I promise you, it is really getting exciting from there. So I want you to be financially smart. I want I want you to have the right tools in front of yourself. So thanks so much for tuning in today. I always appreciate if you could leave me a review. I'd love to know your thoughts, whether you like it, what you don't like, and the kinds of topics you want me to focus on. I'm, I've been working on something really, really exciting for a very long time. And going to share with you on this podcast very soon. So the next phase of where we headed, the kinds of topics we want to focus on, the kinds of challenges we want to solve for our clients, and especially for those who are in their 30s, 40s. Um, and you know, how do we really achieve that financial balance, right? If there's such a thing, but I'm always looking for those ideas. So again, Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to 
MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.